to chapter 3, verse 50. been oh my gosh about two months lots happened in that two months I got a lot to tell y'all oh, I can't wait y'all might hear a little giggle that's marvelous <laughs> hey y'all hey marvelous how you doing I'm tired but I'm so good yeah well that's good life is good good as you know yes yes it's true has it really been two months uh, yeah Oh, yeah, it's the holidays. Yeah, I did my last one before Christmas. So it's been just about two months. Oh, that's wild. But I needed the time. Um, I was was getting to a point where it felt more like a chore than something that Mm. I... Not that I never enjoyed this because I I like talking. You know I like to talk. So (laughs) I, like, truly enjoy this. But... It felt more like a chore. Yeah. And it some of the enjoyment has gone out of this. Mm-hmm. But now I'm finding myself longing to yeah. to get back into it. So I think I just needed a breather. Right. A lot has been going on with like work and personal. Mm-hmm. I have to tell y'all. It's only taken two and a half years. But this chick is single again. Yay! The Beyonce song. I'm single ladies. I'm single ladies. Sing it, girl. Sing it. <laughs> yes. That's so, so exciting. I mean, so much has happened. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So life is good. Yeah. Life is very good. I'm making good friendships. Good. Which is good, you know. Yeah. Living in a new place, it's hard to find where you fit in, as you know. For sure. You know, to to know, because the people around you have already built their lives here. Mm -hmm. And so you're, like, trying to fit into their little world. And you're like... (laughs) Is there a little spot for me to squeeze myself into this? And then I think adult friendships are so complex because you're just like, uh, do I text you every day? Do I not text you every day? Are we cool? Are we not cool? Oh, you have other friends? Am I your friend? (laughs) Like, it's so weird. It really is. No, I, I agree with that. It's very weird. But I mean, I'm making some really good friends. I you mean, are they're solid humans? Yeah. I agree with that. And I think one of my favorite things is when we do our girls' night craft night over mm-hmm. here. So I've started. I think the last time, two times we've done this. We did this in. When did? Uh, well, I guess uh, one of my friends. We've done this three times because right. it was just her and I the first time. And then I think in December mm-hmm. we invited. Like a bunch of girls, but only a couple of people came. So there's like four of us. But then in January, we had six or seven of us here. Oh, party. It was kind of fun. I know. I was asking her today, and I was like, so when are we going to do this again? And she goes, I don't know. I'm like, well, what craft are we doing? She goes, I don't know. What are we doing? And I'm like, I don't know. 
So she wants to do, so at Christmas we made the signs mm-hmm. that we can hang on our door. Right. Kind of like what we did for Halloween. Yes. I did the one with the killers. bloody handprints. Yes, let's <laughs> talk about serial killers. That was so much fun to make. But she wants to make like something like that, maybe gear it towards Easter. I was just about to say the next few holidays, because Valentine's Day is, you know, the next I don't next care one. about Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's St. Patrick's Day. There's no Day. reason to celebrate Valentine's Day. I, I'm just saying. So, like, St. Patrick's Day, I feel like I've always celebrated, but, like, when I say Why? celebrate, I literally just put, like, green eyeshadow on. Because I never <laughs> wanted to get pinched. Well, I think that's the only thing I've ever done for St. Patty's yeah. Day, is just make sure I wearing some and I'm always wearing green because my eyes are green so so if I forget you can just I've got my eyes are green (laughs) well and St. Patrick's Day is two days after my birthday so I feel like so it's a party already it's a party that's why all of March is a party it's Mardi Gras like well they already started like Mardi Gras stuff at Universal and stuff I think Bush Garden started too Yeah, that's why I want to go to Bush for my birthday because Do their you? new ride opens March 11th. You didn't tell me that. I did. We're on the phone. I was like, I really think I want to go to Bush. Oh, is that what you said? Yes. <laughs> so I'm looking at your makeup and I see something different than I've seen before. What's different? You have like a black line mm-hmm. above your eyeshadow. So there's this thing, um, it's called graphic liner that I've really been obsessing with. And the crazy thing is, I feel like a huge part of that is from Euphoria, that TV show on HBO. But I've oh. never watched an episode, but I like the idea of like graphic liner. So I've been playing with it because now I'm obsessed. What is graphic so eyeliner? Things. What is graphic liner? It's like you make graphics on your like oh. eyelid. Like see how there's dots over here and like dots over here. There's like random little no, designs. I don't see the dots because I don't have my contacts in. <laughs> so no. And they're small. I have so to yeah. get up and personal up in your face and you may not want that. <laughs> I know you love personal. me, but you don't want me all up in your personal Girl, you're space. you're fine. You're fine. No, but, but yeah, it's, that's what it, I, I mean, we've been sitting on the couch for almost two hours talking dark over there i know because i like it dark in my apartment it's real dark it wasn't that dark. it was pretty dark i mean the tv was the only light on that's how i live my life oh my god i told you i'm part vampire (laughs) i I always tell the students that i'm part vampire so we're not turning any lights on today vampire I, like, so in our apartment, we don't keep lights on, but we do have our, like, lights in our room that, like, wrap around our room, but they're, like, going out. The ones we've had for, like, years are, like, going out now. If you look out on my balcony, my white ones are going out. So I kept my Christmas lights up out there. Yeah, Yeah, I kept the Christmas lights out there because I figured that'll give it some light, but the white ones are going out. So I'm going to have to get some new ones. I like the white lights out there during the year. Yeah. But I figured I want something out there, but I just haven't gotten any more white lights yet. We need some. Our white lights are out on our um, balcony, but in our room we have the colorful ones and then the purple ones. The purple ones are still fine, but they don't wrap around our room. And the purple ones just always make me sleepy (laughs) because they're just very (laughs) calming. So I don't really like that one. And then our dog sleeps on, like, her bed is on the wall. And she, like, tornado wraps herself in her blankets (laughs) and knocks the cords out all the time. 
Oh, no. So then the lights just go out. So I'm like, <laughs> Speaking of calming, I got such a compliment today at yeah. school. Yes, there's, um, so you know how we have this morning program that mm-hmm. I'm involved with, <laughs> which is why I'm up at 4.30 every morning yeah. now. Yikes. So I'm a little tired today because I was up late last night because I had company over last oh, night yeah. and all that. So I didn't go to bed till late. But anyway, um, I, one of the girls, one of the students that is part of that, her mom was at the school today with her mom. Okay. So mom and grandma. And um, mom introduced me to grandma. And she's like, this is, uh, you know, Miss Craig, and she's so calm, and she calms me down. And I was like, I said, that is so sweet. Thank you so much. I said, she goes, if she was a scent mom, she'd be lavender. And I was like, oh, that's so so sweet. sweet. Yeah, she's told me that once before, but she said it again today. And I thought that was really, so if I was a scent, I would be lavender, which cracks me up because I have such a loud voice. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, I definitely, (laughs) I don't think of lavender when I think of you, because I feel like if there was a way you could like bottle up sunshine, I feel like that's you. Like (laughs) you do calm me down, but I feel like. I don't know. So, okay. So, for instance, Chris and I actually had a conversation about this probably about like a month. No, actually in December, I think. Yeah, around December because that day we went to Dunedin and everything. Oh, yeah. So, we had a whole conversation and I was like, if you were like a a color, like what color would you be? Kind of like what color do you think your aura is? Because I was doing some little Facebook survey test or whatever. Oh, okay. And um, Chris told me his color and he said that he's thinking he would be be more like an amber or like a rust type color because it's very it's like it makes you think of like fire and like ember and something that's very like zen okay and I was like oh I totally see that and so then he asked me what my color was and I was like it's kind of funny because I feel like I'm almost like a burgundy when I think of a like a color because burgundy is very deep and it's very rich and I was like I feel like my personality is very deep like it when is. I really start to open up and talk to you I get real deep <laughs> in the way I analyze things I don't just look at something I like look at the whole thing like I just be going hardcore so I was like I feel like it's burgundy but then I also feel like burgundy is also like it just has this I don't know like the color itself is very like sultry and kind of also just like I don't know. Like, it makes me feel warm. Like, that's kind of what I think of. So, when I think of you, I feel like your aura, I feel like, yeah, I feel like yours is yellow. Like, you would have a bright sunshine. You would say yellow. yellow. I can't stand the color yellow. (laughs) Or should I say gold? How about gold? Okay. (laughs) Gold. Like a sunshine gold. Because I feel like your energy is very... You are calming, but I feel like that's also, like, the sun. So not calm, warm. That's the word I'm looking for. You're very, like, warming and welcoming. So that's why I think it's sunshine. Aww. So I want to think lavender. Because lavender just, like, makes well, me think of a bath. Uh, well, yeah, but I think for her, the whole idea of choosing lavender was the fact that lavender is also soothing and calming. Yes. Which is why I think she said that. Yes, that makes which sense. Which was really sweet. It is sweet. It was just the kindest thing. And nobody's ever Aww. told me what scent I would be for them until her. 
So I'm lavender oh, to her. Oh, <laughs> okay. I do get it. All right, all right. It's funny. I have to say, yeah, it's fun. Plus, my job has changed a little bit at school. So before, I was doing, like, morning car line, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with doing morning post, but I like what I'm doing better now. So now I'm doing afternoon car line. And I'm doing it every day. So, like, before I was only, like, one week on, one week right. off, one week on. Now, now it's it every day. Every day mm. Because I'm the, well, I'm not the only one in the school, but I think I do it better than anyone else at the school. <laughs> one, I think because I enunciate my words a lot clearer than a lot of other people do. Okay. And so, uh, sometimes I have these little brain farts, but, you know... I'm learning, like, who the parents are. So, we, because we are a parent pickup school, mm-hmm. um, parents can either walk up to the gate, pick up their child, or they can drive through car line and pick right. up their child. And we have, like, all these cones. And I will go through, as they pull up, I will assign, I'm walking uh, on the walkie-talkie to one of the other staff members where all the students are. And I'm saying, okay, this student's going to go to cone one. This student's going to go to cone two. This student is on cone three. Put this one on cone four. And then we're starting all over again. One, two, three, four. So that's my job now. And you should see me out there. (laughs) When I finally remember somebody who I didn't know previously, because their parents, all right, part of this is their fault. (laughs) They were given, at the beginning of the school year, a car tag. To hang in their window so we can read who they're there to pick up. Oh. And let me tell you, that's beautiful. Right. I really appreciate those car tags. Right. <laughs> but many parents th- chuck them, throw them out the window, and they're like, I ain't putting them. <laughs> you know, whatever, okay. And then I'm going to get my face in your window and I'm going to say, who are you here to pick up? <laughs> I guess they think y'all are mind readers. Yeah, think. I mean, they're expecting so much from teachers oh anyway, God. so why not be a mind reader as well, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I've been doing this now for, I guess, six weeks now. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I've been doing it for about six weeks now. And I love it. And I am out there. Man, you should see me. When I finally know somebody... And I'm like, you're here for so-and-so, right? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah! <laughs> I mean, I, I am totally out there dancing a jig. I'm like, oh hooping it up. And the parents, they love, love it. it. Yep. They come by and they're like, you know what? I love your energy. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Thanks. Love yours too. <laughs> Keep driving. <laughs> Keep it moving. Keep it moving. But my pink sunglasses have gotten so many so compliments. Cute. Holy cow. So glad I got those. They're so cute. I love I them. I didn't think they were that cute. I told you they were. I didn't think they were that cute. I knew they were cute, but I didn't think they were that cute. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my That's goodness. Funny. So, yeah. I'm, I'm having fun with that position. And I don't even mind that it's every single day. I don't even mind when I have to do it in the rain. Because we've had a couple of rainy days over the last six weeks. I, mind. I don't, though, because I'm having fun with it. Aww, and I told, so I told my AP, because she has to be... So we have two people out there calling names. Mm-hmm. 
one person, and that's the AP, she calls students who walk up to the gate, and then I'm calling the students that she's already called, and I'm assigning them a cone. Um, so we have like two different channels running. Okay. <clears throat> so she <laughs> was laughing at me one day because I told her, I said, I think we need music or something because I need to dance when I'm out here. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, every once in a while I see you out there kicking your leg up and having some fun. <laughs> and she's like, I think we should theme ourselves like Taco Tuesday, dress up like a taco Aww. or something. I'm like, oh my gosh, that would be that would so be super fun. much fun, and it would make like the day so much cooler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we need to. I think she's onto something. I have days like that, but I just work from home, where I'm just like, you know what? Tomorrow's gonna be great because <laughs> I get to wear my super comfy sweater <laughs> while I sit here and drink my tea. Today's gonna be a grand day, right? Because I'm in my pajamas, right? I feel like if I wake up in time to take a shower before work. I'm like, oh, today's going to be a good day. Because half the time I roll out at like 6.50 and then I just log in and my eyes are like, oh, Lord, why are, we're not even open yet. <laughs> Which is why I get up at 4.30 because that's when I do like my Bible reading. Yeah. And I have to say, I, I was... Um, my friend who came over last night, her and I were talking because, you know, she's wanting to make some changes in life. And yeah. I was telling her about how I've set this routine for myself. And mm-hmm. I don't enjoy getting up at 4.30 in the morning. I do not enjoy that alarm going off at right. 4.30 in the morning. But what it has done for me is it has allowed me time to hit the snooze button a couple of times because <laughs> we all know that's going to happen. Right. Once, maybe twice. And then, you know, I am able to get up, make my cup of coffee, put it beside my bedside, open up my Bible, and do my Bible reading. Yeah. And the other morning, it's kind of funny, because I was like, I think I'm like in Hebrews now. I'm starting Hebrews. Like, that's how far I've gotten. I will finish the the Bible at the end of this month. Yeah. I'm so excited, because I've never read the Bible from cover to cover before. This is my first time. Wow. And it was something I set out to do. You sure did. Yeah. And it hasn't been perfect. I've not read every single day, but I, and I didn't even intend to do it in a year. Mm. It's just kind of working out to be done in a year. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, it is. I'm kind of proud of myself. But like the other morning I woke up and I was like, eh, I'll just read it when I get to school. I just kind of want to just lay here for a little while. (laughs) And I got up, made my cup of coffee, sat back in my bed, and automatically reached down, grabbed my iPad. And I was like, oh, no, I guess we're going to be reading. (laughs) It has become instinctual now. Right. It's now, it's It's a habit. habit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't always do it on the weekend, but definitely my Monday through Friday has become that routine where then once I finish reading my Bible, I can sit, my coffee's cooled down a little bit. Right. I'm able to enjoy that without it scalding my mouth. I can watch a little news if I want to, or I can just whatever. Yeah. And then I like to start my day slow and easy. Because then I feel like I'm just so much better prepared for my day. Right, yeah. I think it's a huge thing on, like, mental health, too. Like, Mm -hmm. if you give your time, if you give yourself time to just, like, fully awaken. And then it's, like, self-care because you're taking Mm -hmm. time for yourself in the silence, just trying to, like, get your 
get your mind prepared for your day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because one of the reasons why we're doing this today mm-hmm. um, is you had brought to me an idea. You don't remember the idea? Should I? No, I wanted you to say it. Oh, you wanted me to say it. So, and and I'm gonna ask you why Mm. you wanted to do this because we didn't talk about that part. That is true. I think I have a pretty good idea why, but you asked me, kind of almost out of the blue, what if we did a podcast on the power of saying no? Yeah, wasn't it? I think that's exactly what that's, you said. Yeah, that's exactly okay. what you made on. I was mm-hmm. trying to remember because this brain is old and older than yours. And I know you remember things better than me. Not all the time. Sometimes I forget. I'm like, oh, whoops. But, but I remember going, oh, my gosh, I like the idea mm-hmm. of talking about the power of saying no. Yeah. But why is it that you wanted to talk about that? You know, when it happened, so what even started this whole idea was I had a conversation with a family member, and this family member (laughs) for years has kind of just not taken advantage or walked all over me, but has been very absent, like Mm -hmm. extremely absent in my life, but expected certain titles and certain respects given and my whole life we've kind of pushed and pulled around that whole subject Mm -hmm. and they seriously disappointed me and hurt my feelings about a month ago um and then earlier this week decided to ask me if they could like come see me and I sat there and I was working and anytime I feel like I get a text message from this certain family member, Mm -hmm. I feel like my heart falls out of my butt. Like I really do. Like that whole feeling like when you're on a roller coaster (laughs) and you're like, (laughs) sorry, I was getting an image of your heart literally falling falling out out of your butt. butt. Sorry. Yeah. Like. Normally, when you're on a roller coaster, you get, like, those butterflies, right? Like, you're like, oh, it's coming. But then I feel like there's certain instances where you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to pass out. Like, this is... That's true. My adrenaline has, like, left the building. This is not good. It's like, the adrenaline high is gone, and now I feel like I'm actually terrified. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a difference of being, like anxiously excited so you get those butterflies and there's just straight fear and you're Mm -hmm. just like oh god well I've worked so hard and I'm still working on myself but I've worked so hard to get to the point where I am now and I realized the reason I even felt that feeling was because I could feel myself letting the boundary lift up a bit and I truly think that's what the heart falling out of my butt feeling is, is because it's terror. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not forget, one, this person has done X, Y, and Z your whole right, life. Right. And two, let's not forget how much you've grown and all it takes is one time. One time. For you yep. to lift that boundary. And, and for them to screw it up. Yeah, for them to screw it up. And then it's going to take even harder for you to create that boundary again. So the power for me of saying no is not just 
Because I think as a society, I have friends and family members who don't like saying no either. And they want to be available to whoever at all moments of the day because they want to make sure you're good. Which I do respect that. But then it's like, but you're disrespecting yourself because you have to make sure your mental health is good. You have to make sure your Mm -hmm. energy is good. And if this person is coming with their baggage, you're about to be all screwed up. Because they're just about to dump all their baggage on you. And now you've got to go clean that up. You know what I mean? And so it made me think the power of saying no is not to be mean or to be rude or to throw someone off, but it's to protect yourself and to also remember your own power. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Today, maybe tomorrow, maybe even next month, I'm not going to be available for you. And that's okay because this is my life and this is my boundary and this is my sanity. And maybe one day I'll be open to you again, but your track record isn't so great. Right. I don't know. I think saying no puts the ball back in your court. And I think it's it's really powerful. And I was like, I was feeling that way. And I feel like other people, I'm sure, can relate to, oh, man, but it's my grandpa or it's my dad or it's my mom. I should just be able to say yes. And the answer is you don't have to. I mean, you're not wrong. I know there have been people in my life, even close family members, who I have had to put a wall right up in front of them Mm -hmm. and literally say, no, you are not welcome here anymore because I'm not going to take on all your negative. I did it for years. Mm -hmm. I took on all the negative baggage that they wanted to throw at me, even while I was going through my own personal negative baggage. So not only did I have to carry my own negative baggage, but now I have to carry this other person's negative baggage. And then somebody else wants to add to your negative baggage with their negative baggage. And then it becomes like such a weight. And when this one particular family member decided to show their I mean I think they have always shown their true colors but because they're family yeah you know I feel like oh, I have to bend over backwards or I have to be accommodating or right. I have to be understanding or I have to be available yeah well guess what I'm not available to them anymore mm-hmm. I have closed that door and I have yeah. said No, you are no longer welcome. Right. And I'm going to tell you something. I haven't lost any sleep over that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I 100% get it. (laughs) I sleep well. Yeah. I know that it hurts other people's feelings and it bothers them that, you know, we, this family member and I are no longer speaking. Yeah. But I have to say, if... I can sleep at night, Mm -hmm. then I don't care what anybody else has to say. I I saw something the other day, and it was so powerful, and it said protect your peace at all costs. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. I think when you're, like, younger, or I could, speaking for myself, I know when I was younger, the concept of peace wasn't very important it was very much like oh but I've got friends and I've got this and I've got that and you just kind of want to show it all off and you're wrapped up in that you're wrapped up in it right and Mm then a few times someone takes advantage or a few times someone hurts you or disappoints you you start to like feel it a little bit harder each time and sometimes you're like am I even gonna recover from this and then 
once you finally do i swear it's almost like a breakup the moment you're finally over that person is the moment it's like they hear something in the wild and they're like hmm they don't remember me let me just pop back up <laughs> you know what i'm saying and then you let your guard back down and it hurts even more i think the perfect example i was talking to one of my friends about it yesterday i was like you know it's interesting because pain has so many levels to it and i said it reminds me of a piercing so for instance i had my nose pierced three different times mm-hmm. because it kept closing or it got infected or something crazy happened well each time that i got it re-pierced it hurt each time because that scar tissue it yeah. will close and then you're piercing it again. So then it will close, piercing it again. And that's how I feel like our souls are. Each time we don't speak up for ourselves, each time we let our guard down and let people take advantage or let people have the ball in their court. Because there's so much mental damage that you have to repair when you know, oh, this person isn't healthy for me, and you let them back in. All for what? The name of, oh, because we're family, or oh, we've been best friends my whole life. Right. It doesn't matter. Like, I there love, is a breaking point. I love that you use the analogy of scar tissue. Yeah. Because I think that's what mental anguish. Oh, for sure. That hurt. That whatever whatever you've had to go through, that's exactly what that is. It's scar tissue. Yeah. And and it is painful because when you have to cut through that scar tissue, it hurts. Yeah. And so I get that. It's heavy. That is. And it's sad because I think not a lot of people realize, oh, I, there was something I heard. I don't remember what it was, but someone said, like, oh, look what they made me do. And I laughed. And I said, see, that's just it. No one can make you do anything. And and, uh, the person responded because I was like, you know, my mom used to tell me, like, if I did something wrong, and I was like, well, they made me do it. She was like, did they hold a gun to your head? And I always thought that was so dramatic. And I was like, obviously, no. But the person I was speaking to was like, but even if they did, would that even matter? And I was like, dang, that's a bit much. And then I really thought about it, and I was like, wait. But and the matter. person was like, are you willing to, like, die for that, though? For that belief or for that value? If you would have said no and they held a gun to your head, was it worth it to you? And I was like, dang on. That's a really powerful analogy. Like, when you set a boundary, are you willing to really be like, well, th- that's how definite? much. Right. Is it definite? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And to me, it is. Like, I my piece, I'm willing to die for it. Because, honestly, I'm like... This world has just been flipped upside down these past few years because of the pandemic that we're still in. And it's just like, it kind of just made me realize how short life truly is. It's not forever like we all try to say it is or how the songs or the movies (laughs) try to make it. We're going to live forever. And, you know, because you really, we're not. We're not. And the only thing truly that we're even promised in this world that we know for a fact is going to happen. Like, you know, we all have like hopes and dreams. Like, maybe I'll be famous. Maybe I'll be this. Maybe I'll be this. The sad truth of it is, and this is going to sound kind of morbid, but for sure, you know, you're going to die one day. And it's kind of like. You live and and you you die. die. Those are the two things that we get in this life. Everything else is a choice. Yes. And it's a whole path. It's like, Mm -hmm. which path are you choosing? Every single choice leads up to a path. So you can't ever really say, oh, so-and-so made me do it. No, they didn't. You did it. You Mm -hmm. made that choice. No matter how crappy that is, especially if it's a decision that you regret, no one made you do anything. 
Even yeah. when you get upset over somebody. They hurt my feelings, and so I acted out. Okay, that was you. You had all the power. So, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I try really hard to ground myself and remind myself. Like, one day, even if times are tough and I feel uncomfortable or I'm disappointed, one day, it's not even going to matter because I'm not even going to remember it. Like, that's a crazy <laughs> concept that, like, even sitting here in this moment, this moment is never going to happen again. No. And I'm just like, dang, if the world lived their lives like that, I bet you the world would be so much better. People would be nicer and kinder, realizing that life really is but a vapor. It's so quick. Well, and I think if people knew that, they would take their power back. Yeah. It's one of the things I try to tell students all the time. Like when some one little boy found himself in my room. He was looking for someone and she wasn't available mm-hmm. and he was like, I just need to talk to someone. And I said, Well, do you want to come in here and talk to me? And he's like, Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and so he comes into my room and he's telling me this sad story about how his parents don't trust his classroom teacher. And I mean, it just turned oh. into like this whole big thing. And, oh. and he was like, yeah. And then so-and-so said something and he really made me mad. And I said, he made you mad. Mm. And he was like, yeah. And I said, that's really sad. I said, that means he gets to control your behavior. Yeah. And he looked at me and he goes, no, I control my behavior. And I said, not if he can make you get mad. I said, so you allow him to have power over you. And he was like, oh. And it's one of the things I like to teach my children, my students, is that nobody can make you do anything. Mm -hmm. Because if you allow them to make you do something, that means they get to control you. Right. And one thing students don't want, they don't want somebody controlling them. Right. We we know that. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been, um, it's one of the things I try to train my students in thinking. Yeah. Because in that, it's also kind of helped me. Oh, that's beautiful. You know what I mean? Because the more I say it, the more I remember, look, people don't have power over me unless I give it to them. Right. You know, the the guy who cut me off on the road, (laughs) he didn't cut me off. That wasn't his purpose. Yeah. It may have made me mad because, rude. Right, right. But it's not like he was thinking, ooh, yeah, look at that red car. I'm going after that red car, and I'm going to cut her off. Right, right. I mean, maybe some people do. Some, yeah. But for the majority of the drivers out there, that is not their way of thinking. Their way of thinking is, like, I need to get where I'm going, and i got to get there fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've tried to take a a different approach in my driving Mm -hmm. and thinking. And sometimes I'll sit there and still say, that was rude. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but then I was like, okay, Marie, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I have to talk myself through it. I heard one time that when something happens, there's... What is it? I forget how it's saying uh, exactly what it was. Like the first 90 seconds of your reaction, that's what it was. The first 90 seconds of your reaction Mm -hmm. is an actual chemical reaction in your brain. But after 90 seconds, it then becomes a choice. Mm -hmm. Right? 
Dag, 90 seconds. 90 seconds is actually like a chemical reaction. Oh, wow. So when somebody cuts you off, yeah, you're like, ugh. That was rude. But then after 90 seconds, it becomes a choice in how you continue to look at that. It actually makes a lot of sense because I've definitely like screamed and yelled at the person <laughs> and then like time goes by and I like and totally like, huh? forgot what happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm just like listening to my music. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I guess we can give ourselves some grace yeah. in the fact that we are reactionary to certain things. Right. You know, because it can be a chemical reaction. However. A trigger, so to speak. Right. But you after know? those 90 seconds. But after 90 seconds, then you need to be thinking, all right, am I appropriate in my response mm-hmm. or am I not? Oh, that's so good. That I love that. That like also probably will help you like talk yourself down too. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. Yeah, they were a jerk for that, but what are you going to do? Like, <laughs> Exactly, because what are you going to do? Right. Are you exactly. going to go chase them down? Not I mean, me. I have been known to oh, do that. No, no, no. <laughs> people are crazy. People are like, uh-uh. I have, I have chased people down before. Oh, I don't, no, no, no. I have not done that. I have. I'm like, With both of crazy. my kids in the car. Oh, no, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Christopher, he was in the front seat, so... We were leaving someone's home. This is when we lived in New York. So it's been years and years and years and years ago. So I guess, what, more than 20 years now? Yeah. So, um, but we were leaving in this person's house, and we were driving home. And this woman just, I mean, there's no traffic behind me whatsoever. But this woman pulled right out in front of me. And I had to slam on my brakes to avoid hitting her and i had both christopher he was in the front seat and i had cassie in the back seat so i had both of my kids with me it could have been a really bad potential thing well i was furious with this person (laughs) and i chased them down and she knew I was chasing her down, too, <laughs> because she ends up, I mean, we went for miles. Oh, my God. And um, she ended up pulling into this shopping center, and then she went to the back of the shopping center, and I followed her to the back of the shopping center. <laughs> you come here. And I didn't get out of my car, but she turned around, and I rolled down my window, and I said, I need you to know something. You pulled out in front of me, and I have two kids in my car. I could have hit your vehicle, and it would have been a disaster. There was no reason for you to pull out in front of me like that. You need to be more careful when you're driving. I've never done that again since, I promise. Oh, my God. But I, for whatever reason, like, I, it's all I could do is I saw red. That obviously was a choice. Right. Because it took longer than 90 seconds to follow her to the shopping center. I'm going to teach her a lesson. But I I mean, I I think that was also at the beginning of the deterioration of my marriage. Oh, and so I think because I could see... I mean, I can see this now. I didn't see this in the moment. And I don't even think I would have been able to see this throughout my marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, But looking back on it now, that's like the beginning of the deterioration of my marriage. And as a result, because I couldn't fix that Mm -hmm. or I didn't Mm -hmm. know what was wrong with that, 
I lashed out at someone else. Yeah. So if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Which you might not be listening, but I don't know if you'll ever remember that story, but there's probably some woman out there telling crazy stories about the woman that chased her that down. Chased her down. <laughs> with two kids in the car. With like, the two kids who does that with kids in the car? Like, right. I could have been looked at as the crazy one. And I probably am the crazy one. <laughs> Listen. But again, <laughs> that was my journey, you yeah. know? That was where I found myself in my journey at that time because life was... It sucked. I think it's a lot of that was probably because of the you know the start of the deterioration there. I think it's easy to be fixated on something when your life isn't going as you planned or mm-hmm. you're not in a good place. It's easy to fixate on this one super bad negative thing that just happened. Which if you were in your like if you were fine and you were happy and everything was good at home. Right. You probably, yeah, would have been mad, maybe beeped, but then been like, anyways, back to what I was doing. But because it was the one thing that you could control Mm -hmm. and the one thing you could lash out at, that was the the target. And I couldn't say no. So back to your power of no. Mm -hmm. I wasn't in a place to be able to say no. I'm not putting up with this anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Girl, I get it. I've definitely, I've been there. I get it. Not yeah. in that specific situation, but right. in previous relationships. But, yeah. I mean, I think we all go through certain personal relationships where we feel like to say no is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. You know, I know my friend who was over here last night, we actually had that same conversation last night. And, you know, I had to tell her, look, you have permission to tell somebody no, to put them off at arm's length Mm -hmm. and say, I don't have room for you and all of your negativity right now because I'm dealing with my own stuff. I said, and until you're in a better place mentally for yourself where you're feeling good about who you are, you shouldn't have to deal with somebody else's. And that's okay. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I should have learned a long time ago how to say no but I don't think I would be who I am today if I hadn't gone through everything that I did go through it's true I mean I I think there's so much power in growing and that's why it makes me sad when people are the same way they've been their whole lives life because I'm like the world has evolved so much though and if you're still stuck back in the 1900s yikes (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> she said the 1900s. The 1900s. Mm. I mean, you were born in the 1900s. I want you to know that, okay? Yeah, the end of it. Okay, but you were still born in <laughs> the 1900s. the end of it. You are still born in the 1900s. I, but I also have evolved a lot from the <laughs> 1900s. <laughs> you really have. And I'm so proud of it. Oh. I've watched... I mean, I've watched you since you were eight years old. Yeah, it's a little tiny thing. You're oh. still a tiny little thing. But so. I was tinier. But <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I feel like you're almost the same height Dang. as you were when you were no, eight. No, there's no way. There's no way, right? No, I had to, no, no, I no. Had to no. Be <clears throat> Your brother, he has not stayed oh, the same wow, height. No, he but... is a giant. Yeah, no. 
it. He got all the hate in the he family. He did. I'm like the dwarf. It's crazy. No, you have one <laughs> extra inch on you. So you're not. I mean, dwarfs are cool, so it's fine. That Even is, I, that know, is true. Once one. But no, I think, well, not just me. You have too. I feel like before, especially when Chris and I first got married, we did not have a strong relationship. We didn't. We both were very <laughs> set in our own ways. and Ooh, just a little bit. Yeah, but we've both. But I feel like specifically, though, I think watching from i still remember because we all lived together back at the old house in virginia beach i still remember like tiptoeing past do you know whose door and trying to get to your door <laughs> and like texting you like uh is so and so home did you hear them come in i'm gonna like run to you know what i mean like, yeah you just think about that mo like so many days we had so many days where we all would just like tiptoe or we'd like uh -huh. literally run to the room like the safe room in the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like now thinking of that, I'm like we could totally turn that into a horror movie. Like that would so that would or be such a good thriller. <laughs> we, could, we could also turn it into a sitcom. I think. True. That's true. I think we could turn that into a whole sitcom. You can like, turn that into anything, I think. I think I think a good horror film, <laughs> but I think also a really good sitcom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could do a little bit of both. There's so many like phrases, like we could make merch off of it. <laughs> like, could. is it safe to come out? Or like, did you hear that noise? Or, or do you remember how Cassie used to run up the stairs? <laughs> yes. She was terrified of the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> She would run, and then that would scare me because I'm like, what the heck was that? Like, because she wasn't quiet. No, so yeah, that really could be a sitcom of like but... my perspective of being in the room, minding my business, and hearing the <laughs> like all this crazy noise. But I mean, <laughs> I think there was something to that. Like, I yeah. really think there was like just something that house was nasty <laughs> and evil in that, that house. Was haunted. <laughs> It was it was something. And then show her perspective of like being downstairs in the dark alone and hearing things and singing and then just like running like the music builds up and you just see her like run up the stairs and yeah. oh my god. Yeah, now that would be funny. But I just remember in that headspace like going to your room and you always had like a lemon candle lit or some type of citrus like very refreshing rejuvenating scent. And then we'd sit on your bed and we'd watch movies or we'd watch a show. And then we would just talk and talk and talk All about days yeah. like that we have now. I and know. it's so interesting because I think, I remember I used to tell people like the situation that like I was in or like that you were in. And people would be like, wow, y'all are so strong. And in the moment, it's like. You don't feel that. You don't feel that at all. You just no. feel like, I have to keep going because I'm not dead. I mean, if we're being transparent here, that's how I kept going. I was like, well, I woke up again, so <laughs> I guess praise, I got to keep praise going. Praise Jesus, I woke right. up again. Yes, I got to keep it moving <laughs> and just trying to stay positive and trying to grasp on to any any glimmer of light or hope in that moment. And And I was only in that for only a little bit of time. So for you to be in that for so long, and even when I was a kid, I had no idea what was going on in that house. I always thought it was strange. Like certain times I was like, that was weird, but whatever, <laughs> like we're having fun. And you always made it so inviting. And so like, that's a huge, that's a lot of strength and growth for you too. Cause you went from 
that it was abusive. It was an abusive relationship. And you went from that and you kept your peace, you kept your happiness, and you kept your joy. Mm -hmm. And now you've got your own place. You're living large, girl. You're living large and in charge. And it's really cool to see just like how you've grown too. You know, it's a big deal. I still remember us sitting in the car after church, like crying. Oh my god! That was like the catalyst of it all. I was gonna say, I really think that was a huge turning point, even just for me, because I did not know what I wanted to do with life. Yeah, I was at this crossroads where I could. Like, go into fifth grade. I had to move from third grade, teaching third grade, to go into fifth grade Mm -hmm. because we were losing a teacher and we were losing a third grade classroom. So the person who came in after me, they didn't have a position anymore. And then I happened to be the one person, the last person then to come in. So I was the person who had to change grade levels. I didn't want to teach fifth grade. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're okay, but it's too hormonal. And I to deal with that on a daily basis, no thank you. Yeah. But then I could also become an IT person, um, um, ITS, Instructional Technology Specialist. And okay. I mean, I had the position. I was on the, the list mm-hmm. to be able to interview for that position. Love the idea of working with teachers in growing their lessons how to incorporate technology with fidelity and not just like digital worksheets like all of that good stuff like that i was so excited about about that was what i really wanted to do or to move here and i had no idea what i wanted to do what i needed to do right and it was that conversation that we had in that moment where I finally like admitted I had never prayed for my marriage. I had never like truly said, "All right, God, you know, you tell me." Cuz I held it so close to mm-hmm. myself because I didn't want anybody to tell me what to do with it. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why I stayed for as long as I did because I wasn't ready for that power of no yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in that moment, that conversation was such a catalyst. And that's really what's propelled me into where I am. And I think that conversation there has bonded us for life. It really has, because not too long after that is when so many um, interesting things started (laughs) happening. Oh my gosh. So many. I I really, it is true though. I can't. I can't lie about all the times we chuckled or we had to literally like hold our hands over our mouths because we were about to burst out laughing and it would have been bad. If it would have been so bad. It would have been so bad. But I mean, remember we used to take walks and laugh so around we could the laugh. pond. Yes, around that pond so we could laugh and to also just kind of like decompress because they're. It's so funny because I feel like I almost forgot about that until literally just now in this moment when I thought about that pond or was it a lake? It was a little lake. lake. A lake. It just hit me that, oh my God, yeah. It would be you and I and then sometimes Chris would join. Sometimes. Um, But most of the time it was you and I because Chris also was in school. Right. At aviation. So you and I would go So you were kind of stuck with me. Girl, we had so (laughs) much fun. It was not me being stuck. I was like, okay, bye Chris, have fun. And then we would go do stuff. But it's so crazy to think about how, like, in that moment, all we knew was, uh, 
laughter, really. That was the one yeah. thing that we kind of could cling on to to kind of be like, woo, that was crazy. If we don't laugh, we're going to cry or scream, so let's laugh. So, right. But it's so interesting because I think it's easy. Again, I keep going back to this because now I'm like, dang, I'm just repeating this for myself to get it, to be honest. But it's so easy when you're in a bad spot to just feel like I'm, this is my life forever. This is where I'm going to stay. My mental health is going to be bad forever. I feel depressed and I'm going to be here forever. But if we could get past that, which that was heavy stuff. Like yes. people I talked to, they're like, wait. So all of y'all were just like trapped in your room and then y'all go to work, come home, run to Marie's room, <laughs> talk to her about your day, crack up, and then maybe y'all go to Chipotle and then have to go right back into that hostile Or Moe's, because you didn't like Chipotle that true. at or that Mo's. time. We have to go to Moe's Chipotle. <laughs> but it's interesting because what we, the only thing we really had to survive was each other. We and did. And I'm very, very grateful for you and our relationship because Me too. it means a lot. We have gone through... <laughs> We've gone through it. You've seen me at my worst. You've seen me at my worst too, girl. Even when we came to Florida, there was, especially during COVID, oh my God. Because so much stuff was happening and I was just like, oh, I mean, there were moments where Chris literally had to just hold me. And I mean, I cried. I've never cried so much in my life. Like it was a deep mournful cry because of all just so much stuff was happening and it was just so much pain and I mean I remember literally I was working from home I literally like fell off of my chair because I was like uncontrollably crying and I crawled into the bathroom and just laid on the bathroom floor and just like wept like that whole scripture always kills me when it says Jesus wept yeah because I'm just like do you know how exhausting that is to just sit mm-hmm. there and cry and cry and cry? Like, it is, it's so much energy, just like, poof, there it went. Um, but there's so much healing, I feel like, in crying. Like, there's so much healing when you just let it out. And I think a lot of the stuff for me is I'll try to repress stuff. Yeah. And then finally, when it all comes out, it's so explosive. And then everyone's like, what just happened? And when I say everyone, it's mostly Chris. He's like, oh boy. (laughs) She didn't set it off now. Um, But I think that's even getting better. Yeah. I don't think you repress as much as you used to. No, I definitely. I definitely try harder to express myself and kind of explain in like a calm manner. Like, hey, this is what's going on in my head. Um, I might need to scream. (laughs) So I feel like I've had more breakdowns in 2022 than I've had my whole life. And I'm just hoping that it's because um, so many breakthroughs are coming. So (laughs) I mean, I have to say, I feel like we are setting ourselves up in a really good place. Yeah. I mean... I don't want to jinx anything. Right, right. I get it. I get but it. You're manifesting it. We're manifesting I, it. Exactly. I mean, I'm working on my t-shirt line. Yeah. You're working on your makeup. Mm-hmm. Christopher's working on his photography. And yeah. I mean, I feel like things are just lining up beautifully. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen to that. I definitely kept hearing a lot this past like week and some change. I kept hearing every time I would 
get on social media, I kept hearing people say, like, you need to prepare for what's coming. Like, you've gone through so much, and you're still going through so much, but it's because, like, the universe is trying to prepare you for all the blessings that are about to happen. Right. But you can't receive those blessings if you're not prepared. And that hit me so hard because... To, I mean, you know, my routine, I typically get up, I work, I go back to bed, or I, like, get into the bed and watch TV until I pass mm-hmm. out, and then I do it all over again. And I was like, man, how is this productive? I can't just wait for the weekend to do stuff. And that's really kind of what kickstarted. What we've always done. Yeah. And, and again, it's because it's so easy to fall back. Even though I'm in a safe place and, like, it's peaceful where we are, it's easy to fall back into those old patterns of just being mm-hmm. like, oh, well, it's fine. I'll do that on the weekend or I'll do that then. And so Chris and I really started going to the park and going to the trails and going to the beach after work just to, like, keep that motivation going because it's, it's so easy to just let it just fall by the wayside. It's true. Yeah. It's very true. And I'm really excited. I know I've been thinking the same thing. I don't want to just go to work, come home, sit down, watch my NCIS program <laughs> that I'm still stuck on right now, <laughs> like binge watching, and, and, and just sit and play games on my iPad. Right. Like, I have found <clears throat> that I am spending so much time, like, I have the TV on, but I'm like glued to these games. Yeah. So I deleted them. Oh. Off of my iPad. Very nice. And what have I done this week? I've created. I've been yeah. working on my t-shirts. I mean, granted, yes, I'm working on t-shirts for school. But still. But I found that I had time to do them. Mm-hmm. Instead of waiting until the weekend. Right. And practice makes perfect. So exactly. even though it's just for school, you're still practicing. <clears throat> My craft. And yeah, you're perfecting it. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. So, yeah. you know, and then I don't have all that to do this weekend. I've been working on it all week. Yep. And <clears throat> nailing it out as I can. So this weekend you get to just cruise. You get to enjoy I only it. have two to make this weekend. Hey, and it's the Super Bowl Sunday. What the oh. heck is going on? Oh, yeah. How is that even... Already. 2022 is already done. Okay? Like, it's already over. It, how is it the middle of February already? <laughs> I don't know, but it's flying. I do wow. know, though, we're going to have to get our Bush Garden passes because I really do think... We want to go to Austin really bad for my 30th, but... Mm, and my have that dirty are not 30. Super great right now. You know, they're a little low. We're I like that somewhere. you said not right now. Not right now because it's not going to be forever. Not but forever. I, I don't want to work myself up for this trip and then, you know, go and then, and then not have money for anything yeah. or spend all the money there and then come back home and then I'm like, ah, we forgot to pay this or whatever. So, and we always have a good time for your birthday. Oh my gosh, we do. I mean, I know. we usually do. I think last year was a little different, but the year before, man, we went all out. What did I even do last year? Oh, 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 last year, that's right. Last year we went to, um, we found that new restaurant in Tampa. Mm-hmm. That was so yummy. Oh, that was yummy. And then we went to the mall. Chris did the, uh, he booked that, like, selfie yes. thing, which was so cool. I was like, ah, this is perfect. Um so and the year before that we were at universal, universal for the whole weekend i'm trying really hard to top that girl i, uh, <laughs> I don't facebook think facebook reminded we are me never going to top that weekend i mean it was so perfect i mean it was perfect it was the very <laughs> it was at the tail end of life as we know it yeah 
I mean, the very March next day, <laughs> March 16th, the world shut down. But yeah. March 15th, 14th, and 13th. Well, you partied on the 13th. Yeah, I partied on the 13th. But I partied on the 14th and the 15th. <laughs> and the park was empty. empty. But then it we got spoiled by awesome. it. Because then when it like opened back up, we were like, what is this? 20 minute wait. Ah, like, what is that? <laughs> what happened to my five minute wait? What happened to just walking on? Like, I mean, <laughs> uh, it's so true. I think like that weekend was so spectacular because one, it was the first time and I feel like a very long time that Chris and I said we were going to do something quite expensive, and we actually did it. You did. You know, we bought the tickets Friday, March yep. 13th, Friday 13th. I remember because you didn't wait for me like no, I asked you to. But we didn't go to the Wizarding World. We kept <laughs> I know, that sacred for us on Saturday. I was but very we, happy. We, and we weren't even going to go, but we bought the tickets, and Chris was like, should we just go? And we're here. Like, oh, we should, we should, maybe we should. And I remember, like, walking and the weather was like, I literally was wearing shorts and, like, a t-shirt. Chris was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Yep. And we walked, it was the perfect weather. And I was like, this place is amazing. <laughs> like, I was so obsessed. So, it was so many memories there. So much fun. And then, um, Saturday, we went to Universal, had so much fun. And then we stayed and went to, um. What was that club called? I don't even know. I think we went oh. to like multiple clubs. That we night. did yeah. a few clubs that we night. We did a few clubs. I was on the dance floor till like two a.m. I, I was know, on the dance floor with, with me. me. Yes, <laughs> you were up there. Oh, with Christopher me. sitting in the in background the on his phone, trying to pretend he's not out. He's like melting away into the walls. Right. We tried that restaurant. One of my coworkers. Oh suggested. yeah. I still have that. Like you got the hurricane. Glass. Yep. Because they that. were telling you you needed to try the hurricane. Which he knew what he was doing. I'm like, mm. what in the world? Why did I need all that alcohol? But it was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> I wasn't sick. And then, what, Sunday, the day of my birthday, we did the, it was the Mardi Gras parade. Yep. And I'm pretty sure, if I wasn't tipsy, I was drunk. It was one or the other. But I just remember, like, we were all screaming and laughing. And I every picture that I see, I'm going to pull up, every picture that I see from that weekend, literally, I have, like, the biggest Kool-Aid smile. Like, it was so much fun. Like, oh We had God. a blast. It was right. great. We probably aren't going to be able to top it. But I don't we'll know. get close. I think we can. <laughs> I think we can get close. Maybe not top it. Maybe we can get close. Because think about it. I've never been to those bush gardens. And I don't think I Chris have. has either. I have. You've been. That's I've been true. a few times. And you I also like, went to Universal before, too. But we well still that, have so I used time. to work at Universal, so. Oh. Yes. I've, so there's that. I was at Universal before Christopher was born. Oh, well, then there's that for mm-hmm. sure. But I've never been to this one. I feel like the weather would be nice. Oh, I almost found it. Hold up. I think I'm in last year. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> I think I'm in 2020 now. Here we go. But, I mean, it really was so much fun. Oh, like and I got to ride Hagrid's at the very front. Oh, yeah. <gasps> we didn't ride Hagrid's. We've never that been up there, and you got to ride in the front. amazing. So much fun. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my that was the best seat ever. I just remember I could not stop screaming on that ride. Like, it completely, it was so much fun, but I wasn't expecting all of the little surprises Hagrid had for us. I was like, Oh, I know. (laughs) Wait a minute. I just remember I was trying to catch my breath. I was like, wait, 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 
wait, wait, wait. Y'all did not prepare me for this. And I think I had already written it because I wrote mm-hmm. it with like Bambi and yeah. Autumn and Aubrey. You did because you told us about it. And I was like, yes. this sounds so fun. Oh my like, gosh. Like, I think I knew one part. Like, I knew something was coming, but I just did not know. Oh my gosh. Like, what it was going to feel like. Yeah. Like,. Oh my gosh, see, here's this picture. Here it is of you and I. Look at that. Like, we're so hyped. We're so oh, look we're at so that. excited. Yes. It's a picture of us in front of a... The Hollywood, like a Hollywood sign. sign. there. Yeah. I mean, I was... Girl, Lord have mercy. Look at this girl. What oh, you were feeling yourself. I was feeling it. I was so hyped. March 16th. That's crazy. <laughs> so much fun. Oh my gosh. And then you surprised us and um took us to get massages. That was everything. Kristen liked his massage, but mine was everything. <laughs> Yes, I was happy to do that. It was a good time. Y'all both needed it. Yeah, it was Speaking a of, time. you're bringing your massage oil Sunday, right? Yes. Okay, we're not going to forget this time, <laughs> No, right? it's not Okay, long. good. Not that y'all need to know that, but... <laughs> well, I'm so glad we did this. Me too. I'm and hungry. I, I ho- you're hungry? Yeah. Did you just say, me too, I'm hungry? Yeah. I should have, like, paused and said I'm hungry. <laughs> But I did it. It hit me, and I was like, "You're always hungry." I haven't been eating a lot, but anyway. I thought Christopher made you dinner tonight. He made me lunch before we went to the The beach. beach. That was like not lunch. That's like dinner time. What? Five o'clock? No. Four o'clock? Four. Four four thirty. That's like dinner time for some people. What? Yeah, honey bunches. Oh well, then I need a second dinner. <laughs> What's that sign? We have the sign in our kitchen from Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, eleven so I, I need one of those. <laughs> uh, well, I think we're gonna cut this off for now because we've gone over an hour. Oh Lord, these poor. I know. People. Okay, but um, I hope that you never forget the power of no. Yeah, and I'm proud of you. I wasn't expecting that to be the scenario. Like, oh, yeah? That wasn't what I was expecting. I surprised you? You did, because I kind of thought I had to do with something else. Okay. But I'm really happy that you're learning how to say no to people. Yeah. Especially if you know that there's potential hurt there. Mm-hmm. You know, I get that there's a reasonable expectation to give people grace. Yeah. But I also understand that there are times where they haven't earned that grace. Right. You know, you've given that grace. Mm-hmm. And if they've slammed that door in your face time yeah. and time again, then they haven't earned any more grace. Right. And I think there's, like, avenues of extending grace. Like, Absolutely. this person, like, I haven't cut everything off. I'm right. just not available like how they want me to be but they still have access to my life it's just limited which I think and is that's safe. okay I think that that's perfectly fine yeah where like my one family member she has no access to my life whatsoever right. yeah. none well, it's necessary that's yeah necessary. it is necessary yeah. but you know so I'm I'm proud of you for setting those boundaries well, thank you. because I know it's hard with family because of the yeah. expectations that we have oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm really proud of you. Thanks, girl. And I hope you guys out there, I hope this helps somebody out there. Say no. Just, like, look in the mirror and do a scenario and keep saying no. It feels great. 
<laughs> it, it actually kind of does. You're like, no. No. Oh, and you don't have to explain yourself either. I think that's the other I'm glad you said that. Thing. Yeah, if someone says something or wants to dump their emotional baggage on you and you're like, unfortunately, like I'm just not available to this right now. And if they say why, you have all the power to say, I don't really want to get into that. Just know why I'm saying no. Love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, maybe. Right. <laughs> or just say bye. <laughs> but it's true. And I'm glad that you brought that up because I know for me, when I tell somebody no, mm-hmm. I always feel like I have to explain the why. Yeah. And I don't think I should have to always Mm-mm. explain the why you because know. I don't want to always explain it. Because sometimes there is no reason. No, sometimes, sometimes there's not a deeper reason. Sometimes I like when I say no yeah. and I don't want to be bothered by anybody because of the choice that I want to make. Yeah. And I don't want judgment for that. Girl. Because they don't live in my peaceful apartment. Right. I get it. Yeah. Protect I like that. Protect your peace and your energy at all costs. Protect your peace. I like that one. Mm-hmm t-shirt. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Protect your peace. Look for that on a t-shirt soon. <laughs> Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> Protect your peace. I love it. Alright. Well, until next time everyone. I think I'm back for a little while. Hey, I think so. Back. I think so. I promise it won't be an hour every time. Yeah, you it never won't. really started to talk in I know. <laughs> but maybe next time I'll catch everybody up on what's been happening in my world. Yeah, I think that would be good. I think I have to write that down because what has been happening in my world? Quite a lot. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have to ch- chat so I can take some <laughs> notes. <laughs> I always <Have> forget. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.